Paul. What is happening, everybody? Oh, oh there you go, bud. Break open that seltzer. Jeez. <laughs> is that your first one? This is not. Are we? Are you? This are is you, my first one. I saved very it. popping tonight, folks. Watch out. Oh God. Okay. Uh, mango mai tai. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. See what you feel about it. See how you feel. Oh yes. See, it's yeah. not too sweet. Kind of refreshing. Only a on. hundred calories. Yeah. No sugar. I, I mean, mean, maybe it's a little bad. I don't know. Uh, but, oh, uh, no, zero sugar. See, there you go. That's what it's all about right there, man. And I'm going to need it to get through this episode. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yes. We are on, uh, we are, you know, we had a good one last week. And this we got week, a fabulous one coming next fantastic week. Fantastic <laughs> one next week. That's for sure. And uh, yeah, but this one right here, you know, we have to get through this one first. And, you know, it's going to be a fun one to uh, to talk about. That's for sure. But <laughs> even though I we have people here that are just like, uh, I think, what is this? Steven's burner account. Uh, I love this episode. Hmm. Oh, no, I know there were legit people. And here's yeah. the thing. I, I am. I, I, I'm going to be fair to this episode because i had people saying top tier lo love this episode and i'm sitting here going okay i'm trying to understand are you trying to troll me right now <laughs> or do you legitimately yeah. feel this way and if that's the case i would love to have a i want to have a legitimate conversation yeah i sure. i want to know if you love this episode great talk to me <laughs> let's let's talk about it yeah i mean re-watching it, it it is interesting and uh also guys apologize for having to push back the time i was at a family event which my mom i think is still there so no I'm your mom. mom just commented so yeah she did i think she but she still might still be there i don't know i know I don't okay know oh, okay because it was still it was starting to wind down the little family barbecue we had but uh i don't know uh, if it's fully winded down yet but hopefully they get home safe because, um, yeah, my brother and nephew, whoo, they were, yeah, they got yeah. a little bit up. So hopefully they get home safe and everything like that. But yeah, so hi, family, if uh, you're watching and stuff that'll, like that'll that. That'll be me tomorrow. Oh, is that, oh, you got something going on tomorrow? Uh, neighbors are having like an adult only double kegger. Nice. So, yeah. That'll be nice to, uh, you know, do that. Spend time with adults and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Tonight, yeah, it was just, you know, some uh, cousins were in town and stuff and, it was an all-day thing. I think my shoulders got a little toasty, that's for sure. So got a little farmer's tan going. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I probably got a little toasty on. Yeah, you, know, you kind of see it a little bit. Right yeah. There. Yep. Man. It's got a little color going on today. So, anyways. Um. Oh yeah, and I got my cousin here. Look at that. She's even chiming in on it. Hi. There you go. <laughs> Hi, 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 more, hi, more day family. <laughs> yeah, I'm you're watching because I was like, ah, well, I'm gonna go and do a thing. So, and uh, like but it would said, be this episode, of this course, it have to be this episode, right? <laughs> this episode, and um, I know <laughs> even Jose did someone say family, let's not start bringing up the Vin Diesel stuff, right? <laughs> like, just yet. We actually made jokes about that too today, but um, but yeah, anyways, guys, we're gonna be, uh, of course, talking about I have Batman in my basement now. I made the joke posting this going <laughs> did they really think hard about this title i don't think they did i'm all i'm gonna say is based on interviews and stuff that i've seen over the years even bruce tim and company uh -huh. they throw this one under the bus <laughs> they really throw this episode under the bus <laughs> i, I mean, wish i wish i had enough energy 
to like find the quote, like find the featurette, find the commentary where they specifically call out this episode. Yeah. But it's been kind of funny. And I also had a bit of a whiplash today because for another podcast I did today, before I watched this, I watched Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. So my whiplash was hard. Yeah, that's that's quite a <laughs> step forward. And yes, because wow, yeah, man, can't wait till we start breaking down some of those. But uh, yeah, I mean, when it comes, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was the first thing I thought was, man, they really did not take the time with this. I mean, there's so many great titles, you know, that, that, that could only be like two words or something like that. And it just fits it so perfectly. And this one is just like, what are we going to call this one? I have Batman in my basement. Fine, let's do it. <laughs> and then it's just even like the title card. I mean, it's got, it, it's got a title card's kind of creepy. It's got the door and the stairs. But... Oh, the title card. But that's yeah. the thing. It's creepy. Yeah. But it doesn't reflect the episode at all. The episode at all. <laughs> no. Uh, but I w- something I will give credit to the title. I know we're kind of dogging on it right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it does set up the fact that this episode really is from Sherman's perspective. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Totally is a Sherman. Yeah. The Sherman uh, who is like uh, the little kid detective who, of course, looks up to Batman that we'll be talking about in this episode. And I mean, this is the introduction of the penguin for us. Right yes. Here. Now. Once again, I'm going to start off, you know, compliment sandwich. I'm going to I'm yeah. going to I'm going to start off with a compliment here. Shirley Walker, mm-hmm. that penguin theme. Yeah, the xylophone gets in there. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic, of course. And, right, and, and it's the music that plays over the title card, and it's like, okay, Penguin's theme. Because, yeah. once again, because Shirley Walker was so great with themes, we're going to hear that throughout all his appearances. Yes, exactly. And that's immediately my very first note, of course, was score. Score. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, yeah, because, right, like you said, it plays right over the title card, and you're like, yeah, there's that Penguin score right there. Because I I still forgot. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a penguin. Yeah, I think we even said that last week, but I totally just blanked on it because I was just thinking, I'm like, all right, this is with the two kids. And but then I was like still trying to, you know, summon like, what was this? Ep- oh, yeah. Duh, the egg, the penguin. Yeah. Yeah. This is what this is all about. But uh, yeah, so that's a good it's a good start like that. And it, and it, and it starts off with, of course, two of um, penguins henchmen on a scaffold or, you know, just going up to try to get to uh this this egg that has does this egg have like this laser weird hologram thing that's over I, you know what i i thought about that and i was thinking that they were probably trying to emulate the idea of like the ref, the the light refraction that happens with jewels yeah because because it's a faberge egg there's gonna it's gonna be jewel encrusted and it and basically it was trying to make it look ooh pretty inexpensive because <laughs> Let's look at the design. Yeah. Kind of blah. And also, and this this was not your top tier animation studio no. working on this episode. Definitely was not. But it was just kind of funny because when you first see the egg, you almost think like it's they had there's like a laser field like over it. But then when they like, you know, I mean it didn't it didn't take didn't take much to like get this this egg, this this very expensive egg. <laughs> It was basically like the 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 the, the claw. Thank you. That's exactly what I wrote. Exactly what I wrote. I'm like he like cut. I mean, they cut the little triangle, and then he just like feeds like a little like extends a little claw that you would get to like get a stuffed animal out of a, you know. And it was like, that, and that's what I wrote right there. I put claw hand. Yeah, same name. Claw hand. Yeah. No. So yeah, we were definitely on the same page with that one. Um, um, now, fun story. 
Okay. Uh, one of these goons, the red hair one with like the really swoopy bangs, mm-hmm. they kept on flopping his face. Uh, voiced by Rob Paulson. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Do you Ooh, know Rob, Rob Paulson? I'd say okay. I'm refresh my memory. Okay. Rob Paulson, Raphael. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pinky mm-hmm. and Yakko. Okay. There you go. So there you go. So he's within, of course, the WV family. There you go. Uh, well, like not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course, but I mean, in, in, in like, remember you guessed it way before. I'm a RAF guy. So, you know, oh, oh, of course that, you are. yeah, yeah, I'm a RAF guy. So, um, so then we, uh, of course, we get this and they, they got the egg, they're getting away. And then, of course, guess who shows up? Batman. But he says something, and I, and I think I wrote it down wrong, but it, um, Something about, I mean, of course, Batman shows up and he gives a line and he says like, oh, that, it was the, what would you have written down? Because I remember the line. Yeah. I put five years, but I totally like, what did I mean by five years? I would, oh, because the goons go, easiest score, only took us five <laughs> minutes. Yes, there it is. And, you'll, and for that, you'll get five years. Yeah, exactly. Which is, you know, it's cool. Dang it, fine. You know, if, you, if we're talking, hey, we have heard way worse Batman one-liners mm-hmm. than that. That one at least is kind of like, okay, five minutes, five years. Like you're playing off that. And, yeah. and, and he doesn't say it like with a wink to the camera. It's yeah. more just a, you done effed up. You kind of up. But then at the same time, Batman didn't realize that a vulture was going to attack him. <laughs> a big, huge vulture, and I vulture, and I wish I could make the noise that Beastmaster voice. You know that <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, something like that. But you know, you can get that hype. I wish I can get uh, my voice to do that, but can't. And then, um, yeah. So the vulture attacks him, and he gets a little scraped up. The guys get away, and then basically Batman sees some bird seed, and he's like, "Bird seed." <laughs> And then it's I like, always, oh, we know this is going. Yeah. Well, I also love the fact it's like, oh, thank you, exposition for the audience. So we know yeah. what it is that he's doing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Well, he's always got to talk to himself just in case, just so we know exactly what's going so on. So people do not give Bale any crap now. And Dark Knight Rises when he goes, so that's what that feels like. <laughs> I know. Well, I think, I think my, my only thing is like, did you have to say it in the voice? Voice. <laughs> but nobody's around, dude. You don't have to say it in the voice. But he, but, but hey, hey, Conroy did it in the Batman voice. Very Bird true. Bird seed. Very true. I mean, I guess we could always chalk it up to when Bruce is in the Bat Cal, he's just that person. You know? Yes. You know, yeah, you, you can't, I mean, it would be kind of odd just to, I mean, we, well, even though we kind of saw that in the first episode, the man bad episode, but he, hey, what's up, Doc? I mean, it is kind of jarring. Like, it's jarring. Oh, Batman I mean, just talked in the higher Bruce Wayne, you know, voice. Interesting. Well, and last week we talked about how weird it was just seeing Bruce Wayne in the Batmobile. That's so very it's true. like, very true. It's a little jarring. So then after that, we cut to, um, uh, we cut to our main, um, our, our main character in this episode, which is Sherman. And um, what's uh, the girl's name's Roberta, right? Roberta, yes. Yeah, Roberta, that's her that's his friend. And he's all about the detective stuff. This is where it starts really getting like, all right, this is I mean, last week it was some heavy stuff. There's some heavy shit in that last episode that took a lot of serious stuff that we talked about. So this one is like, okay, now we got kids. We got a kid who's like wants to be a detective. He's got a junior detective kit. I he's had turned- that kit, by the way. Did you- <laughs> I, I, I did. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I I, between that and between this and like Ghost Rider on PBS, it's like no. I remember buying. I remember 
buying the the junior detective kit like Kmart or something. Yeah, there was something about having a magnifying glass that mm -hmm. was so freaking cool. I mean, that is totally it. Plastic one or a legit one. I mean, there's just something about it. I mean, I remember having one of those myself, and you just wanted to look at everything, look at everything, and then all of a sudden, when you realize you can burn stuff in the sun, that was like, oh wow, look at that. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, it was just like a all of a sudden, like one of my friends shows me like, hey, you can literally like we didn't do the ants thing because we even then we had, you know, we we're like, that's kind of, mm. you know, how I was everybody always says you could burn. We didn't do that. We just burnt like, you know, little pieces of paper and stuff like that. Oh, good. But, you, had, yeah. you had morals. You had I'm, morals. I'm, we were we were brought up pretty well, I think. I think my parents. Mama know, film junkie, you yeah. raised your boy right. Yeah, there because it was just felt, you know. I, I was like, when people would always talk about burning ants with a magnifying glass, I'm like, I didn't do that. We've like burned like pieces, like blades of grass and, and sticks and shit like that, which could, you know, could have, you know, caused some, some damage if it got a little crazy, but luckily it didn't. Anyways, there's our tangent for this episode. Um, but I love the fact that we have like the classic bullies. Of course, the classic, like the Balkan skull kind of. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, he's got the he's got the leather jacket and the white shirt underneath. Oh, he's got like the pompadour yeah. going on. Exactly. I'm like, wow, you guys really just was like, hey, what what should a bully look like? Well, let's just go with the template that we've been using for the past fucking forty years or something like that. I mean, I don't even go know if we have lightning. Go yeah, lightning. <laughs> It's kind of funny too because I think I made a joke about that. You did make yeah, a joke because I I joked I'm like oh because I think they're doing like the pink ladies uh like prequel kind of thing and I'm like all right well this time cast actual teenagers instead of thirty year olds <laughs> so I made that joke and I think uh Mr Chris Dawson was like hey are you you better not be dogging on Greece or something like that and I'm like no I still dig it you know I watched it plenty of times because Mama Film Junkie was a fan so I definitely did watch it a lot as a kid it's a good movie it definitely is. But I just, you know, it's just always found it funny because it was like, man, some of these teenagers, teenagers, they're not, yeah, they're yeah. not, they're like in their thirties. I think, wow, what's her name was actually twenty nine or almost Olivia Newton John. Now I don't know if uh, it was the the leader with the leader of the Pink Ladies. Uh, oh, Stalker Channing. Stalker Channing. I think she was like twenty eight, twenty nine in that thing, but. Anyways, there we go. Um, another so, tangent. Man, another we're like, tangent. hey, we're going. This is Batman way. after dark. This is <laughs> totally it. It's late. It's Saturday. We're, we're having some drinks. This is what it's all about right here. But anyway, so we got the classic bully, who, of course, is, uh, um, you know, they're, they're just going to just be, they're going to be throughout the episode. And then, of course, you kind of know that at, by the end, they're going to be cool, you know, because it's always like a lesson learned kind of thing. So what the type of episode is. And then, of course, Sherman, he spots the vulture. And, you know, he his little spidey sense or bat sense, I guess you could say, goes off. It's like, why is there a vulture just flying around Gotham? This is interesting. We must investigate. Let's get on the bikes. So, yes, exactly. I, I almost wanted to think that they had a card like in their like spokes to make that sound. Oh, well, you know? if they didn't, that was yeah. a fail on, on Sherman's part. Because yeah. I my note at this point was where are the parents yeah, <laughs> Which, yeah, I know. Where are the parents like during all this? Yeah, you, you, it does. we find out. We find out later, but still, yeah. at the moment, I'm like, what? What's going on with this? Yeah, because exactly. your, your kids just bike to a com abandoned a warehouse building. <laughs> yeah, just all willy nilly, and then you know, and then Sherman is just all like, "Hey, I got to investigate this." Goes right through there, and then Roberta she does this whole men. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. How old are you? Wait, 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 wait. 
we got to throw that in there. I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, like you're, you're like probably what 12, 11, 12, something like that. Maybe 10. I don't know. And she's like, men. <laughs> like, wow. She's spunky, Dave. She's Apparently. Spunky. Yeah. Like what, what, you know, how is she today? Uh, anyways. So then they're in there and the two henchmen, um, are in the warehouse waiting for the penguin. And, uh, and then of course the penguin shows up and he shows up, you know, he just, I mean, in true penguin fashion, it almost reminded me of like in Batman Returns where you came up through the floor. And Oh, no. Yeah. Let, let's go ahead and address this right now, because yeah. obviously Penguin's character design yes. is totally the Burton. It's penguin. it's almost like they kind of combined it a little bit. That's what yes. I was thinking. Like it was like the old style. He's got the monocle. He's got the uh, he's got the cigarette with the uh, I don't know what, what's that called? It's a cigarette holder. Yeah. Cigarette holder. You know, he's got everything, but he's really fat. And he definitely is bird-like, and they definitely and the, the yes. flipper hands, which yes. makes sense, you know. And I dig it; I totally dig it. Like I'm glad. I'm actually kind of. I was actually going, yeah, you know, it's kind of cool that they kind of combine like a little bit of classic and then the new, because obviously they had to do that probably because Batman Returns was pretty fresh in people's brains. Oh, well, and that's the thing is like you know, Batman Returns came out like that June or July, and this came yeah. out in September. I'm trying to figure out like did they like. Was there like an edict or was it basically just a wink, wink? Hey, when you design Penguin, can you make him like I because he's even That's drawn this way in the writer's Bible. The, mm. And so it's like, were they just like on the same page as Burton? Did they know? Like, I am really curious about the chicken or the egg here about their design. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. No, not in this episode. There's a lot of puns. There's a lot of puns. And. <laughs> This is the part that makes this feel like a Batman 66 episode is, dear God, the Penguin, the alliteration was strong in this episode. It definitely was. Definitely was. So the Penguin shows up, and like I said, yeah, I haven't put that. I was like, Penguin reveal, score, full of puns. I was like, yeah, he does have a lot and of- he's in a birdcage. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is, they lay it on pretty thick. They lay it on pretty thick in this episode. Um, but then, uh, so then this is all happening. The kids are seeing this or like up, you know, above on, you know, you know, in warehouses, they just have those, I guess you Walk, could say, yeah, walkways, walks. something, catwalks. There you go. So they're trying to get away, but guess what? The vulture spots them. But guess who's also there? The Batman. Batman. That's right. So he's, he swoops in, does all that. And then, um, retrieves the egg because you know obviously the egg's a fortune you know i it's funny how how much sherman is in the know he like yes. he knew exactly what the egg was i didn't write Don't it down you read like, the papers <laughs> yeah Do the comics <laughs> count yeah <laughs> and that's that's the little exchange between sherman and roberta but uh yeah so he knows a lot about like the egg like and um and then of course like i said batman shows up retrieves the egg and uh, you know, does the whole thing, dumps bird seed on him. Obviously, more bird seed. Uh, in this, I guess this factory made bird seed at one point because there's I a lot of it, it. I think it's a bird seed plant. I really, it I has, really do. It has to be. And then, of course, you get to the point where the, the kids are on this like conveyor belt that will smash them because it always there's always gotta be like of course, this time it's like the bag of bird seed oh, yeah. that gets smashed to let you know that doom, impending doom is ahead of you. Is you that your have... buddy in the chipper? Is that... Yeah. <laughs> What's that from? Fargo. 
That's right. There's right. I was like, God, I knew that was from something. I was like, wait a minute. Yes. No. Yeah. But they always got to like, you, you always got to like uh, have that to show, to convey like, hey, guess what? This uh, impending doom is right there. But of course, Batman saves them. And then it's funny because like he like yells at them to get out now. I mean, he yells pretty. Okay. Now, in all fairness. Okay. I can understand this because it's like, no. If you could want to communicate to children <laughs> urgently, uh-huh. <laughs> oh no, you, you, the, what, as my own children will say, daddy, you use the voice. Yeah, your dad voice, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Dad voice, teacher voice. I have lots of voices. Yeah, but I'm sure. They all mean do what I say and do it now. <laughs> yeah. He definitely, and it was, I was just like, ooh, and I even put in big, bold letters. I'm like, get out now and i was like whoa and i was like damn he like yeah he really just put out that dad voice to these kids which you know like you said it does make sense it does make which, sense. which also works with what we find what we later learn about sherman's family life mm, very true uh, I, 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 mm. I actually i want later on i want to actually yeah. dig into that yeah we can i, I know exactly what you're, i think i know where your, your head's at right there so then of course uh the penguin with his uh, trusty umbrella that has so many things with it, shoots like it almost seems like he shoots like like a ball of gas, and then when it hits Batman, it just psh, like that, mm-hmm. and totally just. I mean, bat. I mean, whatever this gas is, it's definitely something that Batman. You know, he can't just put on his gas mask and be like, "Hey, I got this. We're fine." Now, this 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 gas ball that was shot at him really just f's him up because this is how well he ends up. In a basement, <laughs> right? This this is our this is our MacGuffin to be yes. able to to make Sherman and Roberta like the heroes of the episode. This is what puts Batman down, which unfortunately is the most annoying aspect of this episode. It really is. It, well, there's actually something else that I was almost towards the end too that that I'll talk about. I was like. <clears throat> Come on, come on! You know, it's just something. Or else going, oh, really? Uh, this is okay. We'll get to that. We'll okay. To that. But but luckily, you know, Batman has enough strength to, uh, you know, beep, 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 summon the Batmobile. You know, of course. And uh, and then when he gets out there, he gets to the Batmobile. I just love how he makes it all the way to the point where he's about to get in, but then just, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, it's like half in, half out yeah. of the car, and it's just like so cheesy and then of course sherman and roberta show up and then and then now the kids have to drive the batmobile (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it's one of those things where it's like i can't reach the pedals and so roberta's like i can so she's gonna be the one that's gonna with her hands press the gas and this that and this and uh you know it was just okay it's ridiculous it's okay (laughs) I am being hypercritical only because I really I don't care for this episode. Yeah, but I am going to criticize, and this and this actually is a criticism that goes throughout the entire series. The gear shift on the Batmobile is never freaking consistent. I mean, is, this an auto- <laughs> is it an automatic? Is it a stick? Like they they yeah. want you to believe it's a stick shift. Yeah. Okay. But then the number of gears this car has yeah. changes episode to episode. Yeah. Anytime but they've I'm, shown it. It looks like it's like, wait a minute, is there like eight gears now all of a sudden? And by the way, in no stick shift have I ever driven. Do you go from park, from first gear yeah. to like reverse is always like yeah. over here. Like, yeah. on the, like all it's, the way it, to- it's on the back corner. Yeah. You have to yeah, pull it yeah. back like this. That's reverse. 
And then, yeah, you're supposed to go like first, second, and then it just kind of does this whole thing. But yeah, when it comes to the Batmobile, I mean, the Batmobile, you know, it's kind of funny too, given that there was like, uh, you know, a leaked image of a certain familiar Batmobile, which was kind of cool that we saw today. I mean, kind of yeah, cool. it was kind of cool. They're like, oh my God, there's the Keaton Batmobile. Just got, ooh, look at that. Um, but, you know, and it makes me think of, especially in Batman Forever, I mean, he literally was like, it, it, sometimes a Batmobile is, treat, is treated like a jet or like a plane because it's literally just like, I mean, in Batman Forever, the Batmobile, I mean, it's literally like a handle and he just, you know, and that's just, just like, like a throttle that is yeah. a gear. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, which one do you want to go with here? Do you want to go with that? Which I think you should just go with that because it is the Batmobile. It's got fire shooting out the back. You know, you might as well just do the you know, the throttle, you know? But yeah, you're right when it comes to that. But then, of course, the penguin and his henchmen get on top of the Batmobile and they're trying to, you know, get in after, you know, Sherman and Roberta and Batman are in the Batmobile and they're trying to figure out how to go. So then we have this, uh, you know, slapstick kind of like that. <laughs> and, yeah. <God>. Yeah. And, <laughs> Yeah, it's just, they're trying to push buttons, but it's kind of cool because then you see like when they're pushing all the yeah before the 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 roof closes, they're pushing all these buttons and everything's like, you know, coming out of the bat. You got missiles behind them. You got a weird little satellite dish. That I'm sorry, the satellite dish is always like like it's just like do 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 yeah. do 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 no the satellite dish is like that that's the line that's the line they crossed for me. <laughs> it's like I hey take oh, Lucius, what was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Lucius, answer that. <laughs> oh, we got missiles. Missiles, I can understand. Makes sense. Gas, perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. The little satellite dish that goes <laughs> do 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 do. No no no. Yeah no. And it, and it kind of looked like it was shooting out of. It was a weird spot too. You think if you're going to put a satellite dish, kind of thing in the bow, it would be you know above. Yeah. I guess you would say more above. But hey, what can you do? Anyway, so then we get to the point where, yes, all of a sudden, like, they close it close it up, and uh, the henchmen and Penguin are on top of the Batmobile, and, yeah, it gets a little slapsticky because now the kids are driving the Batmobile while Batman's passed out. Mm -hmm. And they're... I do appreciate the fact, though, that as they're driving, like, they did animate his body, like, going... Like, like yeah. they, they did it. They, they animated True. his body kind of moving with the inertia. Yes. You, you, you got to like that effect. I mean, if you're going to... You know, if you're going to have an episode like this that's pretty slapsticky, at least they were like went for it when it came to that part of the animation. And then, of course, they're driving down like some street that has no cars, of course. And, you know, they're bumping into anything. The Batmobile's getting messed up. And then, you know, one at a time, the henchmen are getting launched off this thing. But, of course, they land, you know, safely. They're perfectly safe. One, one guy, well, although one, the first guy goes through a window to another building that was boarded up. So who knows what he landed on when he, you know, landed in that. For, God, for all we know, he landed on some rebar and it went right through him. Who knows? But we see but, him later, but so we know he's fine. Oh, yeah, that's true. True. I, I was just being dramatic. Anyways. <laughs> um, but when, when it came to the other guy, he landed like a dumpster. And then when Penguin does, he just has his trusty umbrella and he uses that. Yeah. As a, as a parachute kind of thing. Mary Poppins right on out of there. So, so good for them. They survived. And then... Um, uh, they do all that, and then they're back. They're now in, um, and this is what I this is what I found funny too. They're in Sherman's basement. Batman wakes up, and what is the first thing that you noticed? 
the Joker poster behind. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got the yeah. wanted poster. I'm like, wow. So they did he is that an, a legit poster or is that merchandise? And Gotham City is like, hey, you know, you know that murderous clown guy that runs amok and breaks out of Arkham Asylum every now and again? We're gonna sell merch. <laughs> you know it, and that is actually a point that they will address in I Am the Night. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. The, 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 there's an episode that like there's nice. this is a point that's made. I'm just okay. I, okay. I, re- I remember I remember that episode. It's okay. It's, it's, it sounds familiar. It's probably gonna hit me when we get to that episode. But I mean it was I mean it's cool though. It's fine, you know, it's whatever. And then um, so yeah, Batman wakes up, but he's still very, very much um very much out of it. I'm sorry, and, did you uh, notice that Sherman mentions the Batcave? And I'm thank like, you, thank <laughs> you. My next note was he knows about the Batcave. That's exactly what I wrote right there. <laughs> He, he literally goes, it's not the Batcave, but all, and I went, what the fuck? This kid also knows about the Batcave? <laughs> yes. Thank well, you. How you and I are like on the yes. save wavelength. Totally on the same page when pointing out some shit because that was literally the next line was he knows about the Batcave. And I was like, I'm like, the, the people, people are really not supposed to know this, but this kid does, you know, because he talks about how his basement is like his you know his detect you know you it does like a little pan and it shows like some you know books and then a, a microscope and stuff like that so then he goes yeah it's not the bat cave and i'm just like huh what did he just what? he just said the bat cave okay all right interesting and then batman's so out of it and he starts saying like capsule visor and it's like all right and they don't know exactly what he's talking about and then roberto wants to call the cops that's what she wants to do yeah What's up? yeah she wants to call the cops, which, you know, throughout like the rest of the episode, she's always like, I'm going to call the cops. I'm going to call the cops, which, you know, in a situation like this, it's always, you know, there's always like the other person is always like, no, we got to call the cops, got to call the cops. And uh, but of course, Sherman is like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. But uh, yes. So we got that. And so we hear capsule visor. What is that exactly? And then um, the vulture, we cut to the vulture again, flying around Gotham. Um and then, and then we get to Penguin, of course, in his little Penguin vehicle, which is just like a Rolls Royce kind of Rolls Royce. Sweet ride. Let's, yes, very sweet ride. The color, I'm not too hot on, 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 on this. Not very Penguin esque. Let's yeah. put a little purple and black on that thing or something. You know, it was like red and white, and it was yeah. It's it kind of stood out a little too much. I think it should yes. have been, you know. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. And then. And then, of course, it's kind of like an ex, you know, it's a little expeditional, I guess you could say, because, you know, he's just talking to his henchmen and telling them, like, oh, yeah, the gas. Uh, who, okay, who voices Penguin, by the way? Paul Williams. Paul Williams. Is there anything else that he's known uh, for? You know what? You would ask me, and I was not yeah. prepared for that. <laughs> he's one of those people that I know his name only because I know he's the vo- like, I know he's the voice of Penguin. Yeah. And I've seen, and I've seen like, photos from like recording sessions of him but i've like never bothered to go okay what has he what else has he done so let's see uh he was in smoking the bandit he was in the the one of the muppet movies Mm, interesting Uh, because he has there's something familiar about his voice i don't know it just sounded kind of familiar you know but Uh, he well he oh well here's the thing he's a songwriter Oh, interesting. Um, he wrote Rainbow Connection. Rainbow Rainbow Connection. Uh, right. from the Muppet, you know, someday uh, they'll find it. 
the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. It's funny because growing up, I wasn't that much in the Muppets, but I like the Muppet Babies like cartoon oh. that came out. Yeah, yes. I don't know why it was something about like I, I, that. I liked that show going, growing, you know, when I was younger, but I never got into like the Muppets. Muppets, it's weird. Well, okay, and I'm gonna take this tangent, and I'm gonna and I'm going to connect it into the episode. Watch mm. me. Okay, Watch so out. Muppet Babies. What's the one thing you always remember about Nanny? Mm, I don't know. I'm drawing. You never point. saw her. You always saw like her, her, her like her yeah, legs. Yeah, that's all you saw. Yeah. Yeah. Sherman's mom. Yeah. At first. Yeah. At first. Yeah. It's like when she's talking to Sherman, you see you see her her silhouette <laughs> at the top of the stairs. And then she walks over to the little window. It's like, Sherman. Yeah, and I'm her. like, are we really gonna do be like are we really going to like Charlie Brown this? Like, yes. My, my notes said, are we going to Charlie Brown this? <laughs> yes. I and then you bring them up at babies. And I'm like, tell oh, yeah, the mom in there. You never saw her. You just saw the, yes, that's right. Yeah. Because I, I, I even like, uh, was thinking that too, where I was going, are we just going to only see, like, are we going to hear her voice and then just not really see what she looks like? But you do see a brief, briefly when she passes by the little, the bullies you yes. see her face a little bit so i was like oh they didn't go full on and i was thinking the same thing of course charlie brown they weren't going fully womp, 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 womp. they're not doing that uh fun okay fun uh voice cast for the mom uh-huh lindsey krauss okay who was the first wife of david mamet david mamet um playwright glengarry uh, glenn okay. ross all that oh, okay yeah yeah okay um if you've ever seen house of house of games she was a star in that fourth season of buffy the vampire slayer she was the mad scientist who built okay. adam okay no she's she, she's like she always has like a really short blonde haircut um, i'll have to look at a picture of her. if you see a picture of her I'll you'll go like, yeah oh her yeah yeah okay i'll definitely there but yeah but like i said she does walk past the bullies who are like have like a brick you know, because when bullies get a hold of a brick, they got to throw it at something. But luckily, in this episode, they don't throw. You, you almost go like, "Wait, are they just got to throw it at a, a window or something." Now they throw it at a bunch of boxes in the alleyway. And what's under the boxes? The Batmobile. The Batmobile. That the cockpit is still open. <laughs> yeah, I, that's the part that like that got me. Was like, dude, you, you left you left the doors open on the it, Batmobile. Yeah. It's like you covered it with boxes, but you couldn't. I mean, I mean, with all the button pushings you did, you couldn't really remember like exactly which one, kind of. But at the same time, it's like, how do you do that though? Once you get out, oh, you, true, and you're drag. Oh, okay. Another thing, how do they drag a grown ass man into the basement? Yes, I was actually gonna like that. All of a sudden, like I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, two kids. I mean, I guess. Two kids, maybe, but this is Batman. This is a guy who is, you know, let's face it, he's built like a brick shit house. Okay. He is a big dude. So, how did they get him inside the house? Was his mom in the shower, maybe at the time? Who knows? And then down the stairs. That's on no, the couch. Yes. That's no easy feat. You know, I mean, upstairs probably be a little more difficult, but still. Downstairs could be difficult too because you know if you're like gonna carry like you're carrying like you know uh, a desk or some or a table, I mean pivot, that gravity is gonna pivot. take over. Yeah, pivot, pivot, <laughs> pivot. I mean, geez, I mean, I can only imagine what that was like. But maybe they had some kind of I don't know. 
I mean, it's Sherman. He, he knows a lot of things. Maybe he had something. They had a dolly. I don't know. Who knows? I guess it's one of those things that we have to come up with ourselves. I'm going to say dolly. Dolly. Say okay. That. That's how they did it. A dolly. But yeah, so... Um, so yeah, of course they find the Batmobile and then it's kind of funny how like, um, Sherman comes out to like stop them and they're in there and then Sherman is like, well, it's, uh, and he's like going to come up with an excuse of what the car is, but then mm. it's like, it, it, it's the Batmobile. You can't, there's not, you're not going to just be like, oh yeah, it's just, uh, you know, my mom's, uh, you know, car that my she takes out on the weekends or something. My, my, no. my uncle, my uncle, you know, well, yeah the loner from my uncle uh, yeah yeah no so no no and, and he realizes that then it's funny because one of the bullies goes no it's not it's like what <laughs> like, do you not this thing is ridiculously long <laughs> and it's got the fins like come on man. oh by the way let's also point to the fact that sherman knows it's called the batmobile again <laughs> just, i'm just saying this kid knows everything yeah this kid knows everything like <laughs> Um, okay, I, this is a great time to point out that we, I think we've mentioned this on the, on the show before, but that mm -hmm. podcast, the Arkham sessions, mm -hmm. when they did this episode, uh -huh. oh, it's hilarious. Like oh, it, it became, they talk about how this episode is really all in Sherman's head. Like the, here's the theory. <gasps> what if this episode never happened? What if this is a fantasy that Sherman came up with to make himself feel more important. And that becomes like a running gag of the entire podcast. Wow. I mean, now, now that, I mean, look at, you could look at this whole thing in a whole bit in different light because yeah, he knows everything, you know, and the fact that's like, how did he get Batman down there? Man, that is like totally like looking at it in a different perspective now. Oh, I like when I think Brian Ward was the co-host who came up uh -huh. with that. And it, like I said, it just became like the but I'm like the running gag of the entire podcast. I'm like, I just had to bring that up because I, I'm wow. watching the episode again going, I, not a bad theory, actually. Well, it's I'm not a bad theory now <laughs> that I think about it. Wow. Because it's just so many, so much ridiculousness. And then, uh, and then just to, you know, even more ridiculousness is like the bullies find in the visor. Hey, guess what? Batman has a bunch of capsules just in case. I mean, I, do you think like, is it just one capsule for everything? I, guess? I don't know because you notice that it, it even had like big old stenciled on it. Antitoxin. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Antitoxin. I love that. Oh, man. Uh, I, I, but that's a great question because it makes it sound like it's just like it's like a broad spectrum antibiotic. You just take Pretty one much. and no matter what kind of toxin you have, like it's like you're good. And at the same time, I'm going like, does Batman have a patent on this? Uh, this is like something that's out there where, you know, other people get gassed like by the Joker or something like people can get saved real quick. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. But, you know, Sherman realizes it because detective skills. He went, oh, capsule visor <gasps> you know um I, I do like the fact too that at the beginning when uh before when uh batman did wake up he tried to like force some water down batman's throat <laughs> yes you know at first i was like was that water or is that milk <laughs> because you know it's drawn you're like it almost looks now it's gotta be water but he like coughs and stuff like that it's just it was kind of like a funny like now going back to the theory of is this all in his head yeah I mean, he's literally forced, and then he forces this capsule down Batman. Oh, and even he, like, he does the pinch the nose. And, and just well, like, why is that? A, why is that such a thing? <laughs> oh, uh, I'll tell you why. 
Okay. Because if you pinch the nose, the only thing you can do is suck in breath ah. through your mouth. And so what it does is that it it forces it, it's kind of like how a lot of people also will massage trust me, I've given enough babies medicine. Yeah. There's you have to you have to it's a way to make you gotcha swallow. Because I and it's also isn't it also like the theory about that too is like if you do that it's for something that tastes bad, it'll cut down the the taste, like your taste buds or something like that, or is that just something um. that I think that's more of a wives tale. Yeah. Even though, even though that's smell, and, smell yeah. and taste is connected. I'm not going to, I mean, that's definite, but no, the do, reason for doing this is that you have to then go. Yeah. And then right. the idea is to make you suck it in. Makes sense. Makes sense. Because I think I always grew up in the, thinking that it kind of like you would do that if something was like taste bad, like some medicine you had to take and it just cut down the taste a little bit. But I remember doing that, taking like some robotism never worked. No, no. So, yeah. So just forget I even mentioned that. Anyways, so we got the uh, the bullies that end up showing up, coming into the house and going, uh, making their way into the basement. And then what does one of the bullies want to do first? Take off Batman's mask. <laughs> Which I mean, that's probably actually the most realistic thing in this episode. Yeah, because like... he's knocked out. It's like, hey, let's see what this guy is. We can just do it real quick, you know. And but of course Sherman intervenes and says no 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 you're not going to do that you're not going to do that and uh but then of course who tracks him down the vulture penguin and his henchmen track him down and so we get to and then it's funny too because this vulture is so smart mm -hmm. what does the vulture do it clips the phone lines <laughs> which by the way phone lines would not spark by the way yeah they don't it's not electricity going through a phone line no like that. And, i mean there's i mean there could be some occasions where maybe there is and if that's the case your phone wouldn't work and you better call the electric company because you know i, I used to do that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. one of the things i always told you when you climb a pole is you know you take your glove off and you touch the back like you touch you know when you're on the comm lines you touch the back because if if it's you know if it's got electricity going through it your hand's just gonna bounce right off you do it this way your hand's gonna clamp and then you're gonna you know so it's just something so i mean i was that was just my my cable guy um training that well i was saying i was like yeah they, they don't they don't spark they don't spark unless no. like something really bad going through there which in fact that means his phone would not work you know because roberta's trying to call the police again and you know she lifts up and the phone doesn't work because the vulture is chewing through the line that's how yeah that's how smart this vulture is i mean jesus christ i'm telling you now i'm really liking that theory that this was all in his head because this vulture is like this vulture is like totally just track it's like a tracking system it's like a droid almost because it's really just tracked him down cut the phone line wow it's crazy and then i love how sherman just takes um <laughs> man it really is making sense because he sherman takes the utility belt off and then it turns into fucking home alone, home alone. Yes. <laughs> like he's taking out some gadgets little gas bombs i mean when when penguin and the henchmen are getting in there and i love the fact that the penguin like um he <laughs> He says like a line like uh, like trashing the place would would only improve like, is like tearing the place apart can only improve it you know making fun of like the decor and so yeah, of he, course he calls it bourgeois yeah. bourgeois <laughs> yeah but at the same I literally like when, when I was doing that like it, but 
first off, it's called Operation Foul Play. That's what Sherman calls this. And then, yeah, henchmen. I mean, literally, I, one of the guys gets launched off the stairs. Like a yes. little bomb thing goes off. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I love how they come charging down the stairs with the bolas. Yeah. <laughs> and and knows how to use it very well. Yes, I know. Because like he throws it at Penguin and Penguin gets tangled up in it. And it's like, I was like, wow. <laughs> he really knows what he's doing. And like, yeah, I literally like the next line was home alone. <laughs> I wrote that. I was like, home alone. This is totally like a home alone episode now because he's protecting his house. But using Batman's gadgets, that's what's so I'm telling you, I'm really liking that theory now. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. it, just, it, all, it all makes sense. It all makes <laughs> sense. Like if it's just like in his head. Um, so then, yeah, they, so the penguin gets, of course, you know, tangled up and then, but you know, he's got his trusty umbrella that has a blade in it that could just cut through all that. And uh, so he gets at all that and then they go back down into the basement and um, you know, PCs Batman is lying there and then he's going to, take his umbrella again but this time he's got a spinning blade and i mean he gets pretty close but guess what happens batman wakes up yes and then batman decides to have a duel with him with a screwdriver just just i, 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 I was i was okay done. I was okay done. i was done okay. man scott, scott that's what I, I say okay this is where i was getting this is what i was saying earlier i'm like oh well, when we get to a certain part i have thoughts some, yes okay first off it's the penguin. Okay, we just talked about how stocky and how you know Batman's a big, huge brick shit house of a dude. We got the penguin who essentially is in the shape of Vel a bowling ball, a, a violet in fucking Willy Wonka when she eats the gum. Okay, <laughs> he's essentially Oompa, in that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, he's essentially that shape. And then they're having a sword fight and Batman grabs a screwdriver to have a sword fight with Penguin. <laughs> I, I wrote that. I'm like, Penguin and Batman fight. Batman uses a screwdriver. I'm like, what? <laughs> I just, I, I, oh God. I, I cannot <laughs> tell you the last time it was that I actually watched this episode. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, as a 10 or 11 year old, this episode came on. I can get started my homework. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just it, it really is one of those ridiculous ones. But then it's funny, too, because after like the struggle and I'm sitting there literally like I'm like at my computer going, you're Batman. And then finally, what does he do when like Batman's on the ground? I mean, yeah, regard I get it that Batman was like coming off the gas. And he might be a little woozy, maybe a little groggy. I get that. But then finally it gets to the point where he's on the ground and Penguin's like approaching him, like about to like, hey, I got you. <laughs> and then Batman just goes, Psh, just fucking Spartan. Spartan day. Yes. <laughs> and then just knocks him like, okay, there you go. There you go, Bats. You're good now. And I'm like, what? I was like, that was rough. <laughs> that was rough. And then, and then, and then, of course, Sherman's mom comes home. Sherman, you know that whole thing. Jeez, and I love yeah. the fact that I love the fact that I'm like um, Sherman is like, oh no, mom's home. And it's like, and of course, like, well, like, doesn't she yell like my house or something like that? Yeah, like, what did you do to the house? Yeah. And then immediately he's like, going, oh no, I'm in trouble. And I'm like, dude, 
you have Batman and some henchmen in your basement. Penguin in your basement. I think you can talk your way out of this one. <laughs> so it's just that it's just that cliche that you would find in like a lot of like kids stuff, where it's like something happened, and then the the parents or the mom gets home, and you know the place is a mess. But it's like you have an excuse. <laughs> And luckily, that's what happens in this. When she, I still love Batman's reaction, Mom, Ma'am. That's Batman, Ma'am. <laughs> it's like, and then all of a sudden, of course, he mentions like, uh, "You wouldn't happen to be single, would you?" Uh, I had to get that one in there. Yeah. Okay. So this is where I wanted. Okay. Yeah. So obviously, we're dealing with a single parent household. Yep. Sherman is obviously a latchkey kid. Yes. Um, that which explains the answer of the question we had earlier. We're like, where are the parents? Like, yeah. why are these kids able to go around? Um, I, once again, when you think about Batman's obviously like a father figure for him, yeah. and you know, it, it which kind of goes back to us talking about the dad voice yeah. earlier on. I mean, it's. I guess I'm looking at this episode going, there's stuff you could have done with this episode. Like, yeah. like <laughs> uh-huh. and you you could have you could have went left, but you decided to go right. Yeah, exactly. They did. But at the same time, I'm still loving that theory. <laughs> I'm I know like, it, what I'm thinking about. I'm like, it mm-hmm. makes this episode so much more intriguing when you go with that theory. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. And then and then uh Sherman, you know, we kind of do like a, you know fade into like a more future whatever where Sherman is like, you know, he puts the clippings of the penguin being captured and uh, the vulture, that smart, super smart vulture is now returned to the zoo. So he's good, but I'm like, I don't know. It seems to me if he's that smart, he's going to end up getting out. And then it's kind of funny because that's all happening. And then Sherman, I think uh, Sherman's mom calls him and then, you know, it, it pans over to like the basement window and who's standing there, Batman. Like you see his feet. And I'm kind of yes. going, why, why, why would he be? Why would Batman just go back and check up on Sherman? But at the same time, but, but, but you know what? <laughs> Batman would do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it like, that. like, are, are you okay? You know, cause basically Sherman's running his own little detective agency okay. out of his basement. Okay. Though. But would he do that in broad daylight in some kind of like neighborhood? <sighs> in a random like a neighborhood and i know and also that window was like right in the front of the building like yeah. like <laughs> i mean i get i get the effect because it's kind of cool because it pans over and you see his feet and then he walks off you know and it's like yeah it's cool but at the same time i'm going mm, it's like daytime so you know, fucking it's like a you know one of the little outskirts of uh you know of uh gotham city and like the little brownstone kind yeah, of thing going yeah, on. yeah. And I'm kind of going well you know i mean i don't know that <laughs> seems a little too outdoorsy, you know, like broad daylight for Batman. I don't know. Yeah, but it's still like we, we have an epi- we have another episode that's like this far away from being a 66 episode. Yeah, like, I mean, it really is. It's the kids. Once again, yeah. I've you know that I gripe when they do the kid thing yeah. because it makes it feel like a kid show. Especially after the freaking Godfather episode we just had last week. You know? Seriously, I know. Jeez. Which was very adult-oriented like episode. And uh, and then we got the, the next episode, which is... Heart of Ice. Oh! Oh! Possibly the best episode of the series. The one that yeah, won the- an Emmy. 
Yeah, it, it's one that won an Emmy. I mean, if it's not the best episode, because there's, um, I'll be, I will let you know there are a lot of episodes that yeah. like fight for that title. Oh yeah, it's that's it, why I said mm, maybe, maybe up there, definitely it's top a, five. Top five, possibly even top three. Top three, yeah, yeah, it definitely um, is. But yeah, this episode, <laughs> um, definitely probably like bottom three. Like, yeah, it's a forgettable one. It's just, yeah, like I said, it's just that one where you kind of go, okay, little filler right here. We got the penguin, which is nice. You know, yeah. we got another one from the Rogues Gallery. At least we got that little introduction. But I mean, but you know what kind of sucks though. I mean, look at how much they go. They went with Two Face and even Poison Ivy yeah. and Clayface. When we finally get the Clayface, you know, they they just kind of you know when it came to Penguin, maybe they just were like, eh, people already know. Batman Returns just came out. We don't need to do anything. Let's you just know, have the Penguin. That is, a, that is an interesting idea because I'm thinking yeah. about you know you've got you had such an iconic performance by Meredith Burgess in the '66 series. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is really great. I mean, and then you go hard left to DeVito in Batman Returns. And this one, a little bit more Meredith Burgess than, you know, it's got the look of DeVito, but a personality that's more like Meredith Burgess. Yes. And I don't know if they ever quite settled in i do feel like penguin is a character you know they they continue to underutilize him in the series oh yeah but but by the time we get to the new batman adventures it you know in the in the final season with the mm-hmm. redesign yeah because by that point they give him the iceberg lounge yeah and i feel like they really kind of gave him something more to yeah. do yeah in that era of the series very true yeah because i'm trying to think of like when it comes to the series and the penguin, I'm like, are there memorable like penguin episodes? I will, uh, I will submit one for your consideration. Mm. The mechanic, the mechanic. I'm, oh man, see, like I said, every time, like, like I, I know it's there, and once I watch it, I'm gonna be like, oh, it's gonna come rushing back. But yeah, it, it's the episode where we learned the origin of the Batmobile. Oh, okay, yes, yes, and it, and it's all because of the penguin taking the mechanic uh-huh. hostage. Like okay. and when I think of penguin episodes, like, I That's- mean, there are others like he's in almost got him. So he's got right. a little bit and almost got him. You know, he shows episode. up in a lot of the ensemble episodes where like, yeah. you go to Arkham yep. and they're all there. Yeah. There's another great one that really is a good character episode for him where he's like in high society. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I know which one you're talking about. Yes. I think Veronica Freeland's, the no, it's not Veronica Freeland, someone else, but it's it, it's a really great sort of one percenter kind of mm. kind of episode. But my favorite penguin episode is oh, and there's blind as a bat. Blind as a bat was good too. Yes, okay, yeah, but, but it's just I don't know, I don't know for some reason it just I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, it's the first introduction of the penguin, and it just kind of was like with this one, eh, all right, yeah, yeah, this is fine, whatever. We got we got past it, so. But yeah, like I said, folks, when we get our introduction to Mr. Freeze next week, oh. that is a, oof, it's just, God, I, I always would say, and yeah, I would always say, I'm like, hey, if you need any like source material, yeah, I mean, yeah, look at the, the comic books, but you can look at Heart of Ice. I mean, it's so well done. 
It's so well done. Paul Dini's first script. Yep. That's, that's what's funny about that. It's like, you know, Paul Dini, who like, you'll see his name after this, like all the time, essentially you'll just see his name everywhere, but you don't really see him obviously in these first 13 episodes. We haven't really, have we even really seen his name or hasn't been? There? He had story credit. Story credit. Okay. On, uh, I forgot which episode. Cause he had the idea for Christmas with the Joker. Yeah. And then uh, he had right. story credit on another episode, but Heart of Ice the first time that he actually pinned the script himself. Nice. God, so good. So there you go, folks. Yeah, next week is definitely going to be uh, a very, a good one. I mean, this week we had fun. This was fun kind of ripping this one apart. I'm not going to lie. It was actually pretty fun. I think this is like one of our longer episodes just because we were just <laughs> – Drilling I know, and it, yeah, and I feel kind of bad because <laughs> there are, like I said, there are people, unless they're trolling me, who really do like this episode. And I legitimately, it's like, dude, hit me up on Twitter. I want to know. <laughs> I well, apparently, Stephen he said he liked it. I, I know, know, but that's Stephen. Yeah, it's, that's Stephen. And uh, I mean, immediately, your your response was throw a knife at Stephen. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was pretty much my response. But be, that's our appropriate response. I, I would very think. true. I yeah. love how you said, like, Amanda, pick up your dude. He's trolling. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I just, I, what I can see about this episode, and this is what one person did say, and I, I will give them credit for this. I think it was Sergio who said this. Mm-hmm. He said the the amazing thing about Batman the Animated Series was its ability from week to week to jump. Yeah. Like to diff, like here's a crime episode. Here's a fun episode. Here's a rollicking adventure episode. Like Very it true. really does show the elasticity of Batman that he actually works in all these different types of stories. And I can appreciate that. Yeah. Doesn't mean I have to like this episode. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, we could totally appreciate the fact that they did that, but you're not going to like every episode, a- any series, you know, especially when there's multiple episodes in a season. I mean, let's face it. There's just going to be those little fillers that, that happen. I mean, that's why I think nowadays when you have series, I mean, Loki just ended and it was six episodes. And I was like, that's exactly what it needed to get to where it needed to go for that. Uh, British TV has known this for years. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they, they, they they had it, they had it figured out. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but over here, we're like, no, more, more, more. Yeah, I'm just thinking of Kylo Ren just saying that last Jedi. You know, it's just, yeah, I mean, I think we just, over here, we're just like, well, no, we can try to extend this right, and yeah, but, you know, at the same time, like I said, like what what, uh, Sergio said, it's like, yeah, you can respect that we can have, like, that last episode, you know, that, that dealt with the mob, that dealt with some serious issues, and then have this one and then all of a sudden jump to, okay, now we're going to introduce you to the Mr. Freeze and it's going to be dramatic as shit. And there's, gonna oh, be- it's going to be tragic. It's going to be tragedy. It's going I mean, to super villain. I mean, dude. I mean, Eric right here, Paul. Oh. Yeah, this line right here of like, I would, I would shed share here, yeah, Batman, had I any left. Yeah. Oh God! Oh. Even right now, that just gave me goosebumps. Just the way you read that. I mean, it's in the way his voice is, and how perfectly like they. And I remember uh, the first episode that we, you know, when we started this, you we, there was like talk about 
Because in that Batman documentary of like how they did design that design came up and like his voice, it's all there. Like they talk a, a lot about that episode, obviously, because it won a fucking Emmy. Come on, yes, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, and it's defined. It's defined Mister Freeze oh. to the like from that point on. It was like e everyone. I mean, even Batman and Robin, <laughs> for goodness' sake. Had a little, had some elements. Had some elements yeah. from what Heart of Ice gave us. Yeah, because, I mean, you do have, yeah, there is some, I mean, get back all the crazy, yo, Kupati, everybody chill. You know, you get all that. Yeah, you got to get past all the bad puns. But, you know, they were like, you kind of saw like, ah, they were trying to maybe, they, they referenced it, a, you know, a little bit. Um, I guess you could say Batman run. But yeah, there you go, folks. That is, uh, I've, I have Batman in my basement that was it right there fun episode like i said i mean that's that's a, that's a good thing about these episodes that are just like oh is that we could just kind of drill into them and have a lot of fun doing it but yeah make sure you guys watch heart of ice next week and uh uh yeah like i said it's always been fun and of course go ahead and plug yourself well, of course, you can find me uh, on Twitter right here at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Film Squadcast, where podcasts can be found. You can find the network at Vero, Facebook, YouTube, and on our website at SquadcastMedia.com. You can find me here every Saturday talking about Batman, the animated series, and coming soon, possibly this coming week, Wonder Meg and I may be coming back to Dune chapter by chapter. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Tell you what, man, that, that I know that movie date is coming up. It's coming up. It's going to be here before we know it. I got to finish. I got to finish my read, too. Uh, I'm reading that book. And uh, yeah, because I want to be one of those people that go like the book is better. Just kidding. No, I won't be one of those people. Anyways, all right. And you guys know what to do. Hit that like, thumbs up before you leave. Hit that notification bell. Hit that uh, subscribe button. Hit the join button if you want to become a member. And then, of course, you've got the Patreon if you want to join that, too, to help out the pirate ship. And then, of course, merchandise down below. Yes, there you go. Exclusive right there. I saw you were wearing that shirt. Thank you, sir. And uh, hopefully, yeah, we'll be getting some um, Batman, this stuff. I'm just trying to figure out like exactly how I want to. And I just just haven't had the time. Let's just face facts. I haven't had the time. I'm too busy trying to like tweak other things. But I'll eventually get to the point where we'll have some Batman, the Fanimated Stream shirts. All right, guys. Yes, we'll have us on your chest. It'll be great. All right, guys. Talk to you later.